Shabbat Shalom and welcome. It's Kenny Russell, Bulldozer Faith, living life in the Spirit. Hallelujah. I hope uh, this uh, live broadcast is finding you well and blessed and encouraged. And, you know, we are here to be edified and built up in the most holy faith. And what a blessing it is uh, here in Israel. It's the middle of the night here. It's uh, 2.30 in the morning, Friday night into Saturday morning. We are in the Sabbath rest. And what a blessing You know, to take this time out to be in the presence, to seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. And, you know, what is the Sabbath all about? It's about his rest. It's about entering into his rest. And yes, we will get some extra time where we can sleep. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to get up too early tomorrow. We'll just um, rest. But look, I love to be in the place of prayer and in the place of pressing in receiving from Yahovah. And as I was uh, preparing for today, I just heard clearly uh, from the, the Holy Spirit on the emphasis of mercy. Let my mercy be seen. May the compassion, may the love of a mighty God be witnessed within our hearts. There's nothing more beautiful and more uh, encouraging than seeing someone set free who is bound, who is uh, oppressed of the enemy. And we just pray for the mercy of Yehovah to flow uh, over our lives today. So let's just give a few shout outs to people as uh, we get ready to start tonight. Welcome, Russell, in the UK. Good to see you. Uh, we've got Darda with us as well, Darda Lynn. We've got Lola. Darda says that she's finally got to listen in live. Okay, excellent. Hallelujah. Appreciate your prayers as well. That's great. We've got Lola. We've got Esther in Australia. Um, we've got uh, Sandra, we've got Mary. Welcome. If you are tuning in, just give us a shout out on the message section on YouTube or also in social media. If you're listening in on MeWe, we welcome you as well. I know you've gone through to the, uh, you'll go through to the YouTube feed, but welcome through those channels as well. And if you're listening on podcast as well. We thank you for joining with us. We just want to encourage you. Send us an email, Kenny at bulldozerfaith.com and just let us know where you're watching from. And uh, we know these feeds are going out to many countries around the world and are blessing many people. So we'd love to hear from you. Kenny at bulldozerfaith.com. Just give us uh, a shout out uh, by email and let us know what's happening within your life. Hallelujah. All right, let's just take a moment to pray. And uh, we'll press into the word tonight. Father, we thank you that it's not by might nor by power, but it's by your spirit. Father, we pray that you minister to our hearts tonight, that you will bring transformation to our hearts tonight. We yield to you. We know that it's not about who we are that counts. It's about who you are in us. And Father, we pray for our lives to be a testimony of your goodness, that we will spread the fragrance and knowledge of a mighty King, that you are faithful. And Father, as we remember, uh, or we look at the, the scripture on remember mercy, Father, we want to not just recognize that you show mercy to us, but Father, we recognize that you have called us to be merciful to others. So we pray, Father, that we will operate in a heart of mercy. And Father, I pray that uh, there's people who are listening here tonight that need to receive the mercy, the compassion, the love, the forgiveness 
of Almighty God. So thank you, Father, for this time. We just commit it to you in Yeshua's name. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Yeshua. All right. So listen, we had a few days we didn't broadcast. You know, we want to be led by the Spirit. And just because we didn't do our devotion times the last two days, it doesn't mean that the Father's not moving. We have been actively involved in everything that the Father has been doing within the ministry. There's been a lot of prayer involved, a lot of preparation over the things that we do to reach out and to minister. Hallelujah. We're working hard on the new website. It's uh, almost at the place of completion. So keep praying for us just as we get these things finished off. What a blessing it's going to be where uh, this new site will be more interactive. It will be an incredible platform for the resources of the ministry to be found easier and uh, I really believe it will be a blessing to many. Um, you know, many people who are coming back to the roots of the faith, they write to me and they tell me that they just, they, they spend literally tens of hours and hundreds of hours just trying to get information. And, you know, and, and I want to encourage you, you know, you can have information overload. And I'll never forget sharing a message at um, House of Israel in Charlotte, um, oh, back in 2012, where I talked about, um, what did I talk about? What did I call it? Uh, something about the goose. Um, oh, God, don't you hate that when that happens? Um, ah, it'll come back to me. Anyway, there's a message out there called Something Goose. But basically what I was, <laughs> I actually had the title a minute ago, now I've forgotten about it. It's probably because it's the middle of the night. Uh, was it the the Royal Goose of... Uh, information. There you go. Hallelujah. The royal goose of information, you know. And uh, I was in Hungary in Budapest, um, and the delicacy in Budapest is goose liver. And, uh, you know, I was in this posh restaurant with uh, a group. We're doing some filming over there uh, for an infomercial many years ago. And we're in this restaurant, and they serve this goose liver, this delicacy, and it was so amazing, you know, all the rest of it. But, you know, one thing they, they shared is how do you get this liver so big? What did he do with this goose liver? And they basically stuffed the, the corn down the throat of the goose until, you know, the goose has to keep swallowing, has to keep eating. And then it gets to the place where literally the, 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 the bird dies um, you know, because it, it just can't function because it's got so much food going in. And this is what they do to build and to expand the liver so that you get this most amazing liver. And in many countries, you know, it's banned. It's pretty cruel to animals. But, um, you know, the reason I'm saying that is you come into the roots of the faith, you're coming back, you recognize in Protestant Christianity, in Catholicism, ah, you know, our fathers have told us lies and, you know, how come I'm reading for the word? And it's almost like, you know, Martin Luther, when he starts nailing all his complaints against the Catholic Church, all of a sudden he wakes up and he realizes, you know, how many times have I been crawling up the the, the stairs of the cathedral on my hands and knees with blood and, and doing all these works of penance 
for forgiveness can can god truly forgive me can he can he release me from my sin you know i remember more sins and then there's another sin and you get delivered of one sin and here comes another sin that you remember and oh i haven't dealt with that so i have to do another penance and then Martin Luther came to the realization, wait a second, you know, it is by his grace that uh, we are free. And, you know, you look through the work of Martin Luther and it's, it's incredible. But it was only just the beginning. It wasn't the full picture. It didn't take us out of Catholicism. He became a Protestant Catholic but was still a Catholic. There was so much that we were not delivered of. We have got to get the paganism out of our faith walk. We've got to get this Constantinian model away from us, and we've got to get back to the roots of the faith. So if you're coming back to the roots of the faith, I encourage you, take it step by step. You don't have to get to the place of the royal goose of information, because I have seen so many people over the last 10 years where they come into the realization of what the Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit, is doing. And, you know, they, they become very angry. They become very aggressive. Some people call them Torah terrorists. They start going into more things on Judaism. And, you know, look, let me tell you something. When One thing you will be guaranteed of when you hang around bulldozer faith, we are not going to be a platform for religion we want to be free of religion you know i did a a tour called i'm done with religion i don't know about you but i don't want religion i want relationship i'm not just looking for some comfort i'm looking to walk with the king of kings and the lord of lords because he is the god that we need we need to be in relationship and that is the gospel the restoration of mankind unto himself so remember mercy and you know we're going to talk about sin and 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 things like that in a minute as well but um i just uh you know want to open with luke chapter 6 it says be merciful even as your father is merciful so we want to be those that walk in the mercy of Yehovah. And, you know, if you have been forgiven much, it's easier to forgive. But, you know, there's also a time where we come to a place where we don't forgive ourselves. And it's it's one thing to say, I forgive myself. It's another thing to live in the forgiveness. And let, let me tell you something, just so we get this very clear. You know, we talk about living life in the Spirit. We talk about how to see the manifestation of the kingdom. It's not just about operating in the the emotional realm and what we are feeling. This is supernatural. And, And this is why we talk about the importance of proclamation. We need to be those who proclaim the word. We speak the word. You know, you speak the word. You might not have the fullness of the revelation of the word of which you're proclaiming. But as you speak forth the word, what does it say? Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of Yehovah. So we need to be those who are meditating on the word, proclaiming the word, praying the word, standing on the word, standing on the rock of Yeshua, knowing that he is the one who is going to carry us through. So forgiveness, the mercy of Yehovah, it's supernatural. Something happens. 
you know, when, when we receive the love, the compassion, the forgiveness of Yehovah, the forgiveness of God, you know, what, what, what effect does that have in your life? You might not experience the full emotional element of it at the time. And look, some of us, when we come to faith and we, we come to the realization of Yehovah, man, I tell you what, man, we are flying on cloud, you know, cuckoo land because we are just so overwhelmed with the glory of Yehovah and the forgiveness of Yehovah. But as you're walking in your faith walk, you know, that's that's called being born again of the Spirit. You're birthing. The waters are broken. Boom, you're coming into the new Listen, that's not a dry moment. That's not a, oh yeah, yeah, I prayed the prayer. You know, let me tell you something. When you are truly born again of the Spirit, something changes all over you. It's supernatural. It's transforming. You know, I'll never forget the day where I said, Father, I repent. I surrender my life to you. It was like a, a roaring wave ripping up and down my body. The presence of Yahovah was so powerful on me. I just felt him literally cleansing me of my sin. And, you know, I was 11 years old, but let me tell you, 11 years old, I'd already gone through my identity crisis. I was already involved in crime. I was, you know, I was involved in violence and all different types of things. I had so much to ask for forgiveness. You know, there was theft, there was all different types of stuff I was involved in. And, you know, I had to ask for forgiveness. And, you know, it's like what Martin Luther was going through. Oh, I remember this sin. I remember that sin. Do we believe that we are forgiven? Do we believe that we have been set free? And, you know, as as we walk from a Hebraic perspective, never allow legalism to destroy your freedom in Messiah. If you are in Messiah, Romans chapter 8, therefore there is now no condemnation for those who are in Yeshua the Messiah. Listen, if you're not in Yeshua Messiah, be condemned. <laughs> oh, Brother, that's a little tough, isn't it? No, you must be born again. We must receive Yeshua, the Messiah. If you are found in him, you don't need to walk in condemnation. It is done. But when it comes to the mercy of Yehovah, what happens in our life and our walks of life? We make mistakes. Uh, things happen. Uh, we see weaknesses. We see failures uh, within our lives. We recognize that we are cracked pots. We are broken vessels before Yehovah. And the more we understand the truth, the more uh, uh, painful it can be at the times when we recognize our sin, we recognize our failings, we recognize our breakdowns. But through all of this, like Paul talks about in Romans chapter 12, you've got to come to that place. Let's just turn there a sec. You know, <clears throat> this is not um, the direction I was going in. But, you know, uh, Romans chapter 7, after I say 12, <laughs> I love 12. Oh, yeah. Hallelujah. Romans chapter 12. Read it all day. Read it all night. Get it in your spirit. Hallelujah. But, you know, what? Uh, what is Paul saying in Romans 7 verse 15, I don't understand what to do, for what I want to do, I do not do, but what I hate to do, and <laughs> I do, and if I do what I do not want to do, I agree that the law is good, as it is no longer I myself who do it, but it's sin living in me. I know that nothing good lives in me. That He's talking about the flesh, that is in the sinful nature. 
for I have the desire to do what is good, but cannot, <laughs> but cannot carry it out. For what I do is not the good I want to do, no, the evil I do not want to do. <laughs> this I keep on doing. Cause this is a lot of do's and stuff when you're in the middle of the night here, you know. But you know what? What's the bottom line of what we are seeing? We recognize, you know, what a miserable sinner we are. We have fallen short. So, you know, here's Paul, you know, one of the the great apostles who's memorized the word, meditating the word. He was taken aside and taught personally by Messiah, revealed the revelations, the transformation of the Spirit. Man, he wrote, um, you know, a third of the New Testament. The transformation in his life was incredible. And yet he still said, I battle with the sinful nature. So if you're battling with the sinful nature and you're finding things difficult, you've got to understand the victory that we find in Romans chapter 8 and maybe through this Sabbath. Listen, if you struggle continually with sin and condemnation, then take hold of these scriptures and memorize them. Just start writing them out and start memorizing them. And go through them and say, I am not going to live in slavery any longer. I am going to live in the freedom of Yehovah. We receive the mercy of Yehovah. Remember his mercy. Remember his mercy. So let's turn to the book of Psalms chapter 85. We're going to read uh, this chapter and, you know, let's just see where we go here. I just want to... Just flow by the Spirit. But recognize, this is not legalism. We're not dealing with legalism. We we, we must talk about the grace of Yehovah. We must talk about the favor. We must talk about uh, the mercy of God and recognize that it is by his grace we have been saved. We can't do this. This is why I encourage you. Get out of religion and make sure you're filled with the Ruach HaKodesh and you're walking in the Spirit. And that's what Roman 8 is going to do for you. It's going to bring you to that place that you receive the Spirit, that you walk in the Spirit. And we've got many teachings on our platform that talk about the importance of walking and living in the Spirit. You know, look, it's our bottom line message. You can listen to any message. You're going to hear it somewhere in the midst of that message. You know, nothing's new under the sun. We just want to be those that edify and build the body. So here we go. Psalm 85. Hallelujah. You showed favor to your land, O Yehovah. You restored the fortunes uh, of Jacob. You forgave the iniquity of your people and covered all their sins. Think about that. Just pause. Selah. You forgave the iniquity of your people and covered all their sins. You set aside all your wrath and turned from your fierce anger. Restore us again, O Yehovah, our Savior, and put away your displeasure towards us. Recognize, restore us. It doesn't say restore us. It says restore us again. So what are you going through? Come on. It is okay to continually go through restoration. If you fall back, press forward. You know? Restore us again. 
restore us. Look, this is not a license to go live how you like and just whatever. But let, let me tell you something. We will say the wrong things. We will act in the wrong way. You might have events within your life you cannot believe. Did, did that really happen? Did I really do that? And, you know, you're convicted of your sin. You're convicted of the way that you have lived your life. Even as a believer, this is why I teach on the importance of keeping short accounts before Yahovah. Keep short accounts. Don't allow things to continually build up. Try and open up your heart fully to Yahovah. Surrender your everything to him and he will help you through. Restore us again, O Elohim, our Savior, and put away your displeasure towards us. Will you be angry with us forever? Will you prolong your anger through all generations? Will you not revive us again that your people may rejoice in you? Show us your unfailing love, O Yehovah, and grant us your salvation. Hallelujah. So what we are seeing in this open, opening part of this scripture, we are clearly saying, uh, seeing in this psalm, what, what are we seeing? We're seeing in this psalm, there's a declaration where the word of Yehovah is being applied. Will you prolong your anger through all generations? Why? Because of generational curses. Will you not revive us again that your people may rejoice in you? Recognizing the whole purpose is to be in relationship. Come on, Father, restore, revive. You know, show us your unfailing love. Grant us your salvation. Grant us your salvation. We pray for deliverance. We pray for salvation. We pray for transformation. Cover our sins. Forgive our iniquities. Verse 8. I will listen to what Elohim, the uh, Yehovah, will say. He promises peace to his people, his saints, but let them not return to folly. Surely, his salvation is near to those who fear him, that his glory may dwell in our land. Surely his salvation is near to those who fear him. We are not just reading a book. These are the blueprints of life. This is the instruction manual of how you and I are called to live. Surely his salvation is near those who fear him. Do you fear Yehovah? Do you walk through the, your life in sin without fear? Then we need to humble, humble ourselves before Yehovah. Restore our land. We want to dwell in our land. We want to dwell in safe pastures. Verse 10. Love and faithfulness. Meet together, hallelujah, righteousness and peace, they kiss each other. Mercy, love and faithfulness. You can say mercy and faithfulness meet together, righteousness and peace, kiss each other. Faithfulness springs forth from the earth and righteousness looks down from heaven. The righteous live by faith. So what does it mean to be righteous? It means to believe. 
It means to believe. Do you believe in the forgiveness of Yehovah? Do you believe in the mercy of Yehovah? I'm telling you, the Holy Spirit setting people free right now. He is releasing you from the condemnation. He's releasing you from the guilt. He is setting you free right now. Yehovah will indeed give what is good, and our land will yield its harvest. Father, if there's areas in our life that are experiencing lack because of our sin, then, Father, as we confess our sins, as we ask for forgiveness, we ask, Father, for the restoration of the harvest, the restoration of your blessing. Hallelujah. Righteousness goes before him and prepares the way for his steps. Righteousness goes before him and prepares the way for his steps. Father, we worship you. We thank you, Father, for your deliverance. We thank you, Father, for your breakthrough. We stand upon your promises, knowing that your promises are yes and amen. It says in one of the Beatitudes, Blessed are the merciful, for they will receive mercy. If you don't forgive, why should you receive forgiveness? If you don't forgive yourself, you put yourself above the forgiveness of God, and God says you cannot be forgiven. If you don't forgive others for what they have trespassed against you, why should the Father forgive you? Blessed are the merciful... Blessed are those who show the love of Yehovah. Blessed are those who walk in the compassion of Yehovah. Blessed are those who administer forgiveness to others, for they shall receive mercy. They shall receive love, compassion, your goodness, your gentleness, your care, your salvation, your deliverance. Thank you, Father. We want to draw near, it says in Hebrews chapter 4, let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. These are some of the key areas that I've been interceding on throughout this week and that's why we, we, we shared, you know, I just came down to the studio in the middle of the day really the other day and just um, ministered from Psalm 42 because I was recognizing the brokenness of what people are going through when you just feel, you know, how do I move to the next level? How do I get through this? How do I deal with despair? How do I deal with brokenness? And, you know, my testimony, listen, I, I... I know what it's like to be broken. I know what it's like to be in despair. I'm walking in the victory in Yehovah. And and when you truly understand how to break these barriers, how to break into these new levels, the enemy can never throw you back into the place of confusion. Yes, you can have stuff come against you, but you have the shield of faith. Hallelujah. And sometimes, you know, people, especially my wife, will say, you know, you know, there's, there's areas of your life where you just have no emotion. Yeah, I'm emotional. You know, you're watching a movie and something's going on. And I'll, oh, God, I tell you what, I'll, I'll be weeping. And, you know, sometimes when I'm prophesying and speaking, you know, my, my own wedding, when I'm trying to do my vows, I'm weeping. 
It's like, goodness me, have I got to cry all the time? What is it? But there's times when we're dealing with the assignments of the enemy. You're not going to see me, in many counts, operate from the position of emotion. Because I know the word, and when the word is in you, you stand upon the promises of the word, and you are not going to be condemned. You're not going to be moved. You know, what does it mean there's no condemnation for those who are in Yeshua Messiah? It means that you recognize your position. You recognize the word of Yehovah. And you stand strong upon his word, upon his promises. You have the sword, <laughs> the sword of the Spirit. You have the word of Yehovah. You proclaim the word of Yehovah. We know the word. If we don't know the word, how are we going to overcome the enemy? Well, good news. You don't have to know all the answers. The only thing you have to know is Yeshua. Because we are clothed in him. We're clothed in his righteousness. The Father wants you to know that his mercy is available, that his love, his compassion is here. He wants you to experience the glory of Yehovah. Now Israel, those stiff-necked Israelis, what did they go through? Isaiah chapter 30, verse 1. Woe to the obstinate children, declares Yehovah. Man, you can see, you know, the opening verse. Woe, you know, this is Yehovah speaking. When he's gone, woe, man, he is like containing himself. Woe to the obstinate children declares Yehovah, to those who carry out plans that are not mine, forming an alliance, but not by my spirit, heaping sin upon sin. Forming alliance, but not by my spirit. These, these illegal alliances, illegal according to the scripture, we don't have to have pacts with the devil don't form alliance with that which is evil. Don't get caught in the place of sin, in the place that multiple sins take place after because of the, the first sin. Yes, what it talks about, sin upon sin, heaping sin upon sin. You start going down that sin road and you're going to have to start banking up sin after sin after sin, trying to cover your way forward. But Father, what do we want to see? We want to see the blessings. And of course, in Isaiah chapter 30, I'm not reading the whole chapter just for time's sake. But, you know, through this Sabbath, through this rest, I, you know, I really believe that what's happened through this week, if you haven't listened to the devotions this week, the things we've shared on this week, I encourage you because this has been the intercession, the pressing in of my heart, the importance of the kingdom, the position of the kingdom within our life and how we operate. But, you know, even in this chapter, chapter 30, what do we see? We see uh, about the prophets. Where do we see it? Verse 10, uh, they say to the seers, <laughs> see no more visions and to the prophets give us no more visions of what is right i don't want to hear what's right i'm happy in my sin every time you prophets and seers come along you just mess up my life you you give me conviction you give me accountability and they you know the israelites were happy you know woe to the obstinate children obstinate I, you know I, i'm gonna do it my way i'm gonna walk walk in pride <laughs> you know 
Listen, seers, we need the seers, we need the prophets to speak forth. They were saying, give us no visions. We don't want to know what's right. Let us uh, <laughs> tell us pleasant things, prophesy illusions. Okay, come on, prophesy lies, be a people pleaser. Leave the way, get off this path and stop confronting us with the Holy One of Israel. So they're recognizing it's not just the prophets that are getting under their skin, irritating them. They know that they are speaking the words of the Holy One of Israel. And when those words are going forth, it's bringing forth conviction and it's, it's, it's interrupting their sin life and their way of sin. Don't speak to us anymore. Don't confront us anymore. Stop confronting us with the Holy One of Israel. And I want to read this next part of uh, this chapter. As I said, I'm not reading this whole chapter, but I just want us to get the points of understanding the mercy of Yehovah. Listen, as we read through the scriptures, we see people who have done terrible things, and yet they've been delivered. We've seen people who have lied, cheated, raped, murdered, <laughs> done uh, terrible things. Deception, deception, false idols, false worship, uh, rebellion, disobedience. It's all in there. It's not hidden. And what do we see? We see a great God. So let's just read from verse 12. Therefore, this is what the Holy One of Israel says. Because you've rejected this message, relied on uh, oppression, and depended on deceit, the sin will become for you like a high wall cracking um, and bulging that collapses suddenly in an instant. It will break in pieces like pottery, shattering so merciless that among its pieces not a fragment will be found or or, or taking coals from a, a hearth or scooping water out of a cistern. This is what the Sovereign Lord says, the Holy One of Israel. The Holy One of Israel. This is what he says. In repentance and rest is your salvation. So you want to get out of your problems. You want to get out of your difficult places. Hear the word of Yahovah. It doesn't matter how stiff-necked you are. It doesn't matter how far you have gone. Listen, you might be in the place of sin to a place where you almost feel like you're suicidal. That is a temporary problem you're facing and the Father's providing the answer. Come to him. You don't, don't kill yourself because of the things you have done. You know, over 200 times in the scripture, the scriptures talk about us as sheep not just in Psalm 23. And, you know, what do we know about the sheep? You know, you don't see the sheep uh, setting up their their own, um, you know, department of aggression. They can't even protect themselves against crows coming against them to pick their eyes out. You know, I worked on the farm and, you know, with those lambs and stuff, you know, the birds would come and literally pick the, the eyes out of living animals. Uh, to make them blind so they're not going to eat, so they're going to get weak and eventually die. And then, you know, the scavengers will, uh, the vultures, the scavengers, they'll uh, eat uh, those animals. They're looking for weakness. But what we need to do is we need to understand the importance of repentance. 
in repentance and rest is your salvation. Stop being busy. Rest. Hello, it's Sabbath. Rest. Enter into his rest. In repentance and Sabbath, hallelujah, is your salvation. This is the day of salvation. This is the day of the rest of Yehovah. This is the day of the breakthrough and repentance for your life today. In quietness and trust is your strength. But you would not have any of it. No, we are going to flee on horses. We're going to do our thing. A thousand will flee, verse 17, at the threat of one, just one, one righteous word. Boom, one thousand free. The threat of five, everyone's going to flee away till there's no one left. You know, the flag, the flag staff will be left. The flag will be down. I'm talking, man, panic. Like a banner on a hill. Here's the key, verse 18. Yet Yehovah longs to be gracious to you. He rises to show you compassion. For Yehovah is an Elohim of justice. He's a God of justice. Blessed are all who wait for him. Blessed are all who wait for him. So even in the midst of all of this, even in the prophetic declaration of Isaiah, where he's dealing with, you know, this obstinate people, these lying, thieving, cheating, rattlesnakes, these people that that tell the prophets, shut up, we don't want to hear what God has to say. And yet from the same place, the Father says, he longs to be gracious to us. He rises to show you compassion. (laughs) This is what I love about the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. This is what I love about the God of Israel. He is my Savior. He is my God. Why? He is in pursuit of me. And you might have just tuned in right now, missed most of the message from uh, what I've been saying before. Let me tell you something. You are here for such a time as this. Because the Father is saying, I'm here for you. I long for you. I long to bring compassion to you. I stand to bring forth my compassion. And what does it mean to rise? You know, to to rise to show compassion. It's, I'm going to make effort towards you. I am coming to you. I'm not waiting for you. How many family feuds do we have where people say, well, I'm not talking. I'm not saying anything. And let me tell you, there is some times where you need to be quiet and and just let people deal with stuff. You know, it's not always about getting in people's faces. There's a time to get in people's faces in relationship breakdowns. And sometimes the, the Father says, you know what? Leave that. Let the fruit be seen. And I'll deal with it. Let the fruit be seen. He rises to show compassion. He's saying, I'm coming your way. Hear the word of Yehovah. I'm coming your way. For Yehovah is the Elohim of justice. Blessed are all who wait for him. Wait for him. Hallelujah. Wait before Yehovah. We need to wait for him. Okay. 
Where's that verse that's just coming to my mind? Hold on one second. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, Matthew chapter 9. Verse 9. As Yeshua went on from there, he saw a man named Matthew sitting at a tax collector's booth. Follow me, he told him. And Matthew got up and followed him. While Yeshua was having dinner at Matthew's house, many tax collectors and sinners came and ate with him and his disciples. When the Pharisees saw this, they asked his disciples, Why does your teacher uh, eat with tax collectors and sinners? On hearing this, Yeshua said, It is not the healthy who need a doctor but the sick. But go and learn what this means. I desire mercy, not sacrifice. I desire mercy, not sacrifice. For I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners. And when he's talking about righteous, he's not, about, he's not talking about righteous in him. Those who think they're righteous, those in their own self-righteousness standing in their way. You cannot break through to self-righteous pride, but to sinners, to those who recognize who we are. We recognize, Father, that we are sinners, that we fall short. We desire to do your will. We ask you, Father, to bring transformation that we truly will enter into your rest. So we receive your word. We ask you, Father, remember mercy towards us. We receive your mercy. We call on your name. It says in 1 John uh, chapter 1 that if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from unrighteousness. Not just unrighteousness, but all unrighteousness. Be cleansed with the blood of Yeshua. Receive the cleansing blood of Messiah. You know, so, so many times we can have things right in our head, but it's got to drop to our heart. How do you move forward if you're battling with sin? How do you move forward if you're walking in condemnation? How can you be a, a voice piece of Yehovah and minister his word and truth and be in a place of brokenness and sick? So we release the healing power <clears throat> of Yeshua. We stand upon the rock. We know that this is the day where we receive the mercy of Yehovah. We thank you for forgiveness. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for transformation. Hallelujah. Father, may this be one of the best Sabbaths we've ever had. I know some of you watching, listen, it's a day of supernatural transformation. You're never going to be the same because something's happening in the Spirit. And this is what I've been praying for all through this week. Father, release not just the Word, but the authority of the Spirit to penetrate, that the Word will break through to us, that the Word will bring forth life within us. Father, set your people free in Yeshua's name. Let us humbly come before Yehovah. In his mighty name. Stop looking at the guilts of the past. Stop looking at the problems of the past. We all have a past. 
But the next time the devil reminds you of your past, you remind him of his future. He will be cast into the lake of fire. Hallelujah. So we press forward. We don't go back. You can't change the past. But Father, we know through you, we can change the future. So we just release the healing power of a mighty God. We release the forgiveness of God, the transformation of Yahovah. If you're struggling and you need the mercy of God, I just want to encourage you, just lift your hands before him. Unless you're driving, keep your hand on the steering wheel. If, as long as you're not driving, lift your hands before Yahovah. Say, Father, I receive your mercy. I need your mercy. Have compassion on me. Set me free. Forgive me. For I need you. Just watch the work of the Spirit take place in your heart right now. He's setting you free. Father, restore relationships. And undo the mess of things that's happened because of sin. And bring forth healing and restoration. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. I hope you've been blessed and encouraged with the message tonight. I don't know how long we've ministered for him, but it's usually around about an hour thereabouts. Be blessed and encouraged. Be strengthened in Yehovah. If you have been blessed with this message, please email me, kenny at bulldozeoffaith.com. Tell me what the Father's doing in your life. Do you have a testimony you want to share in our newsletter uh, for the end of this month? Then share your testimonies with us. Send it to us uh, to esther at bulldozeoffaith.com or kenny at bulldozeoffaith.com. We will have crossing, uh, crossing Point Global Community. We'll be meeting on Sunday evening, so don't forget that. Tomorrow we'll be ministering as well. I encourage you, if you're blessed and encouraged with the ministry, please pray for the ministry. Pray, pray for the work that we do. We are in the midst of fierce battles that we have to deal with. We're fighting legal cases. We're dealing with all sorts of assignments of Hasatan to break us and destroy us in the land. But guess what? Ha! We will walk in the faithfulness of Yehovah and see the victory. If you want to sow seed into Bulldozer Faith, into God Life Ministries, you can go to bulldozerfaith.com forward slash give. In fact, I've got one of those slides I made. There you go. It's bulldozerfaith.com forward slash give. Join with us. Stand with us. Partner with the work that we do so that we can get the message out there. We are praying that the Father will increase us in a powerful way so that um, organizations will get behind us trust funds will get behind us so that we can bring in the staff we need the productions that we need to make an even greater impact in the world so i encourage you go to bulldozerfaith.com forward slash give we thank you for standing with us we rejoice in yahovah that we get to walk this journey together do not be alone in a place of isolation recognize that we are here to stand with you to walk with you i look I look forward to seeing you all tomorrow and Shabbat Shalom. Hallelujah.